everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Mac and Forth Show. My name's Cole Man, and we are here actually to talk about real concrete Apple news for once. Because today, over in the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium, Tim Cook took, took to the stage and introduced all the things that Apple have been working on. And oh my God, wasn't there a lot of things to talk about it? I am joined by a fantastic panel because this week, Missy, Rick, and Matt are not here. They're off skiving somewhere, but I still have a panel. First up, Barry Gentleman, how are you, sir? I'm very, very good. Thank you, mate. I'm very good. It's been an interesting week at work. Uh, my my workload is actually getting less and less, so I think they're going to fire me soon. Oh, but, uh, oh dear. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. No, I can't let you go, dude. You, got, you know where the to- uh, key to the toilet is, after all. Absolutely. So, uh, also joining us this week, um, Mark Chappell from Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings. How are you, sir? Not too bad, thank you, Carl. It's been an interesting two hours, 20, or however long it was. It did seem to, uh, well, nice impromptu performance by a band there that apparently didn't know they were coming on 10 minutes before the uh, the end. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> three songs, didn't they? Did two or three songs? Oh, it just went on, didn't it, the songs? Anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, also join us this week, Mr. Birthday Boy himself, Guy Self on Mighty My Mac Podcast. How are you, sir? Well, I'm doing just great there, Carl. How are you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Got up to anything, anything <laughs> on your voice. birthday? DJ voice. Got up to anything on your birthday? Um, well, my wife made me a cake. Uh, she took me out to dinner last night, and I had fish that was covered in crab that uh, made my stomach feel icky. Nice, nice. But it, it tasted really good. I bet. Oh dear. Yeah. And and for the first time ever, we have a roving reporter. Our dear old friend, Alex G. Fox, is down in London at the L Mug event, London Mac User Group, where he witnessed the Apple announcement with a group of like-minded individuals. How are you, Alex? Hello, Carl. It's a bit noisy here, but yeah, it's been, it's been a good evening. There's been lots of um, excitable people having a good time, drinking lots of beer. And um, yeah, I think generally people were quite impressed. Um, the only thing I would say is it, it went on and on and on, and even the most fanatical fans here started... <laughs> wandering off a little bit and having a few side chats and as you've been to El Mug normally you know that anyone that talks out of turn gets shushed <laughs> well there's no shushing tonight because most people at some point had to go out for a breather at least it was a so, long uh, it was a long uh, event over, just over two hours it was my, my game yeah I mean a lot of people were sort of saying that um, just in general that the things they introduced were all worthwhile mm-hmm but they didn't really need to bring so many people on the stage to do demos. You know, an hour, an hour and a half of talking about the product and letting everyone go home would have been a better idea. So, um, But yeah, a lot of these people have been drinking, so I'm not sure how much you can pay attention to them. So. What, they, they were drinking at the event or you're talking about where you are? Yeah, no, here. I mean, um, oh, okay. There's no sobriety in this room. Other than our friend Tim, who um, has to drive later, but oh, Tim is sober. But, um, so he's also bought us some lovely nuts. So right. <laughs> he's our man tonight. So were they overly imp- were they impressed in general? Basically, um, I think there was a few things they were impressed by, but I actually think the keynote itself damaged the level of impression they had. When things were nice, like our iPad Pro, people were excited. They clapped. They cheered. They this is London, so they don't boop. But they were quite excited. But, you know, after sort of 20 minutes of that, they were like, yeah, I get it. Okay, I get it. It's big, it's fast. Right, what else have you got? So I think in general, 
everything went down well, but it was just as a keynote, it just went on a bit. Okay. Well, now you're gonna you, you've got some interviews for us, have you, of, of some of the people? Yeah, there. I've got some interviews which I'll um, play to you very shortly. Okay. Um, just some people with some general ideas about the night, the event, and what they're looking forward to, and you know, maybe one or two of them have got things that they're not that impressed by, but you know, people have all given their opinion, and um, you can listen to that shortly. Okay, so let's play those interviews. Okay, you join us live at the L Mug London Mac User Group evening for the launch of the latest Apple products. I've grabbed Timothy here, Tim as we like to call him, and I've asked him his opinion on tonight's event, um, if he enjoyed it, what he's looking forward to, and maybe stuff that didn't impress him. So over to you, Tim. How did you feel about the evening's event? Well, Alex, thanks for asking. Um, Personally, I thought the event ran slightly too long, probably about 30 to 35 minutes too long. It was impressive to see some of the new products and things like the iPad Pro to finally come out. Um, Not totally sure that you really need a pencil, but um, uh, no, it it was good to see products like that. But normally the September event is for the phone, and that was the thing they spent the least time on. It was almost like the the thing that was the most important to them, they spoke about the least. So, any of the products today do you think you might be going out to buy? If not immediately, but soon? Yeah, probably the product I'm most interested in will be the Apple TV. Um, I've got an Apple TV 3 at home that gets used now and again for watching films, but um, it's not really, in the UK, it's not really much good for anything more than that. So yeah, I'm going to go to the store and actually have a play with one and get a demo on an Apple TV rather than just pre-ordering one. Or winning one in a raffle for free on tonight. Yeah, well, that's unfortunately that's gone. Some bloke called Alex just won the Apple TV that El Mug were offering this evening, so sad. <laughs> right, so let's think. What did we have? We had the Apple Pro. Interested? Not for me. Um, I don't really need a tablet that is, what, 12, almost 13 inches in diameter, you know, across the screen. That's way too big for, for normal use. Uh, so Apple TV, new phone. Anything new phone? Possibly. I've got a, what is it, iPhone 5 at the minute, and I was thinking of upgrading to a, whatever it is, the 6S, but um, I need to think about that a little bit more over the next couple of days. And you were pointing out to me earlier that the prices seem to have dropped. So, um, you know, even if you didn't go for a 6S or 6S Plus, a 6 or a 6 Plus has now become an awfully lot more affordable, if if anything Apple is ever actually affordable. Yeah, I mean, they seem to have uh, reduced the prices on all of their phones, but interestingly, they've also ditched the, uh, the C range, the color range. Um, that doesn't seem to be on their website at all anymore. Okay. It seems to have vanished. And one question that just occurred to me. Now, I know, I mean, those that know me know I'm a photographer, but I also know you're heavily into photography and actually quite a, a good photographer. What did you think? I'm not going to give my opinion, but what did you think about that live photo? What did you... Uh, be honest, I don't know what you think, so I'm not primed for you to be rude or anything, but what did you think about the live photo? Um just gimmicky I don't, you know people are going to love it but uh, for me a photo is a still image it's not something that moves something that moves is a video so it's lost on me at this point ok well look, thanks very much for your time Tim uh, I hope you've had a good evening have you had a good evening very good it's always 
good coming along to Elmug. Okay, so uh, there's a hearty recommendation for Elmug. Um, yeah, well, thank you again, Tim, and thank you for your opinions. Look forward to doing it again soon. Pleasure. Cheers. Okay, right, now we are really lucky to have here with us Paul Foster, who is the Vice Chairman of the London Mac User Group, as seen in the New York Times, which I am lucky enough to have seen a copy of and read. Right, Paul, first of all, thank you for putting on yet another great evening at Elmo. Very much appreciated. We do our best. We found a, we found a good venue at the last minute. Uh, our usual Tiger Tiger meet, uh, meet venue was not available, so we, uh, we found this lovely pub in Common Garden with a good upstairs room. And it's not too hard to get to, which is excellent. Right, so let's cut to the chase. Three questions, really. What did you think of it as a, a launch event? Is there anything there that has really excited you? Or it, and, and you are allowed to say, is there anything there that you just went, take it or leave it, I'm not bothered. So what's your highlights, lowlights, and what do you think of the overall event? Not the Elmer, because that was great, but the actual Apple launch event. I think that the, the low point was probably the early launch of the, um, the new colours on the Apple Watch Sports and, and the bands. And yes, I might buy one of those colours, but when I do eventually get around to getting one, but I was not excited by that. Um, I think that the most exciting thing was probably the sleeper announcement. That was the, um, the 3D touch or force touch, if it's the same thing or is it something slightly different on the on the iPhone. The um, the iPod, the iPad Pro rather, and the uh, Apple TV both look pretty awesome. But I think, um, much like Apple Pay, nobody was ex- um, will be excited at first with the uh, um, new touchscreens, but they will be brilliant to use. I'm looking forward to trying one out. The Apple Pro, the iPad Pro. What do you think of that? Do you think it's now something that, because they were talking about enterprise, do you think enterprise really will take to the the uh, tablet devices or? I think that Enterprise will not buy the iPad Pro, but they love the iPad Mini. I just look around the, the office I work in, um, where we use um, big fire-breathing Intel workstations um, to get the work done. Our directors and people going out and about to meetings are using iPad Minis. They don't want anything bigger. So maybe an iPad Mini Pro in the next go? Um, well, I think the iPad Mini is everything that people need. Um, it's all about having something to present from, having something to check the email on, having something to message on, um, maybe do a little bit of drawing work. It's a design office, but um, but most of the real work happens back in the back in the office, unless, of course, the um, the new Apple Pencil changes the world. I, I can see Apple selling millions and billions of pencils to replace lost ones. Yeah, but you say that, that's $100 I noticed, or $99 for a, a stylus. And it does seem rather expensive. And the only other thing I did notice when I was sitting here watching it is there was the guy from Microsoft who was actually using the pencil. And he was a normal sized guy, not a problem. And in his hand, the pencil looked enormous. Now, I use Stylai, I think is the word. I'm, I'm sure you use Stylai as well in your daily job. 
I, I actually noticed how large that stylus was, or pencil as we're now calling it. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to get to the Apple Store and try one. Sure. Um, although I don't know how they will keep them secure in the Apple Store <laughs> on, on those wooden benches. Yeah, you're going to have cords on them like you, you, you do at the bank. They'll all be on cords. So, overall, a good night. You like the idea of the Mac Pro. You're not particularly enamoured about <laughs> watch straps, but then again, who is? I love the watch, but, um, yeah, the colour, so what? Right. Um, Once you get a pencil in your hand, you'll be a new man. And I will, I will pass on the Hermes watch. Oh, yeah, quite. One more question again, because I've been lucky enough to have interviewed two photographers here tonight. What do you think of the live photograph? I think that the live photo is a little bit of a gimmick. Um, it's going to take up more space on your iPhone, so you need to buy a bigger capacity iPhone um, because it's 12 megapixel video yeah quite um, and does it only come with the new model of iPhone or or do you get the 8 megapixel live photos on iOS 9 I did that's something we were talking about here I did say there is absolutely no reason I can think about think about that that isn't backwards compatible because even if it's to do with the speed of the processors well if you've only got a smaller camera then your processor doesn't need to work so hard in the first place so why shouldn't that be backwards compatible on older devices um, there's absolutely no reason why not except for selling new devices but having um, said that I don't want it anyway but yeah, I don't want it either um, I think that maybe the marketing department speaking there um, I was far more interested by the patent I saw on the depth effects yeah, that could um, be interesting. yes um, to actually give more more punch to an image taken with the tiny phone sensor well again thank you very much for everything you put on tonight Paul uh, thank you very much for your New York Times interview can't say that to that many people and uh, look forward to seeing you next time and an added thank you for helping me win an Apple TV <laughs> well done Alex for winning a prize which uh, I don't exist. think existed when you bought the ticket it had exactly. not been announced when exactly. you bought the ticket so uh, we took a gamble on that one and I think everybody won I think we've all done very well out of that again thank you Paul and uh, we'll see you next time Good night. Good night. There we go. Some some uh, good points of uh, points of view there. So, uh, are you going to finish out the night there, Alex? Yeah, of course I. <laughs> Have a few more beers. Have a bit of fun. And, um, go home and start it all again tomorrow with my new Apple TV. Excellent, sir. Thank you very much for being our roving reporter tonight. Okay. Well, as I say, this is Alex Fox reporting for the Mac and Paul podcast live from the El Mug London event. Over and out. <laughs> Cheers, dude. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. See, this is this is what we can do on the Mac and Forth show. We can we can think on our th- feet. Think on our feet. Yeah, I can't say it, but I can think it. Oh, do you well. mind if I spend a bit of time thinking outside the box? Oh wow, go I've on. Been that recently. Will you, you know? do it actually on your feet? <laughs> ah, yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, feet on the box, out of the box. Was you standing up because your Apple Watch told you to stand up? Then Barry, was that, was that what that was about? <laughs> was he exploring a new paradigm? <laughs> Now, yeah, so give, go on, what was you going to say, Baz? I'll give it a new perspective on me. Oh, yeah, but not a very attractive one, considering how no, no, low no, no. the camera is pointing. Anyway. No. <laughs>
Right, so let's, before we kick things off, let's go and check in with our listeners, because I asked the last question last week, and it is, what are you hoping will be announced at next week's Apple event? Just a new iPhone, or will we get an Apple, new Apple TV, new iPads, new Macs, and maybe even an Apple car? Now, we already know what the answers are, but obviously our listeners didn't when they recorded these. So let's check in first with Paul. I am hoping that they're going to announce a new Apple TV. It would just be um, brilliant if it had Amazon Prime and BBC iPlayer. Plex would be good. And it would also be handy if you could play um, some of the games um, that you play on iPad or iPhone uh, would be available on the um, Apple TV as well. I play a game called Carcassonne and um, it's great on the iPad. But it'd be even better if it was on the um, on the Apple TV and you could play it on the um, big screen. Well, there we go. That was Paul there. Sounds like he's going to get his wish because obviously we have got a new Apple TV coming and with apps as well. So fantastic. Thanks for that, Paul. Uh, next, let's move on to Roof. An iPhone, um, I think, will be coming very soon, if not in the next one. A laptop, I don't think, will be coming, seeing as they have only just announced another, oh, well, a new um, laptop. And for a Apple TV, I think they sh- they will release a new one, seeing as they haven't released one in a very long time, and everyone, I think, is hoping for a new one. So that is what I'm hoping. Well done, Ruth. You got two of them there, right? Well, you got all three, right? Because there was no mention of laptops or anything, or any, any Mac stuff whatsoever. So, yes, a new phone, new Apple TV. Well done. Right, now we heard from him earlier. Let's go and check in with him again, Mr. Alex Fox. I'm not sure, you know, that there's all the, you know, what you'd like to see and what have you. But over the last few keynotes, there's always been that one thing that nobody was expecting. Um no idea what it'll be. I know I'd like it to be some backup device, some um, new piece of hardware that will act both as a time machine and a separate backup, but um, I'm sure that's not coming because if it was, it would be showing up in the new OS and everyone's already got that, apart from me, it seems. But um, there will be, it's not a one more thing, it will be a, oh, I didn't see that one coming. And to be honest, that's what I'm looking forward to. So there we go. Thank you very much, Alex. I'm not sure if you're going to count that one more thing or one extra thing as the live photo. I don't think he was that impressed by that, I've got to say. Right, so there we go. Um, we're going to have a Love and Latch question a little bit later as well, based on uh, what we saw today. So let's kick things off and look at what was announced. First up, we'll do it in order, I think. First up, we had Tim Cook take to the stage, and it was the Apple Watches. Um, apparently the clothes in the rings have become a healthy obsession and it's helping lots and lots of people uh, get fit. Um, we're going to get some new watch faces. So we're going to get um, what, what? Hermes, Hermes or. Oh, no. Yeah. So this is straps. So we're going to in on the new OS, we're going to get some new watch faces. We're going to get some third party complications. Uh, we're going to get the travel stuff and we're going to get built in. Uh, transit on the new OS. Um, Facebook Messenger is also coming to the watch, as well as iTranslate, GoPro Viewfinder, and some app which looked amazing called Airstrip for the medical communication, you know, for doctors, so they can keep in touch with their parent uh, patients and be sent real life or real time um like pulse and heart readings, readings and things like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 
And it looked pretty, pretty impressive. You know, obviously how these things actually develop into real life case scenarios is another thing. But on the stage, it did look very impressive indeed. Well, you know, Carl, I, I do have one comment. Uh, you know, they were they were showing the interaction with the doctor and uh, like a, a baby's heartbeat, something along those lines. Does that mean that the guy that was helping him do that demonstration was pregnant? <laughs> uh, I hope not. Well, probably not. Unless it's some very... Well, it, it, that did confuse me. Perhaps it's Junior, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Junior. You know, you never know. Oh boy, that's a that's a stretch. <laughs> who's who's going to be the first person to uh, strap it on their pregnant dog? And the doctor says, "I'm picking up seven heartbeats." <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. I, I did like the way that they were showing this this thing that you know everybody is. Well, okay, not everybody. A lot of people are slated. And now that the apps will be actually inside the watch itself, it has a lot more functionality available to it. Um, it is an interesting field to see it be used in like by doctors. Um, I'm not sure if the NHS will adapt it, but, you know, obviously hospitals over in the States have got much more money than the NHS because you charge your patients. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy talk. But, but well, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens with it. Um, I think that you, you, you have to remember that that this is the first iteration, not only of of kind of integrating outside health apps, but having outside apps for the watch altogether. So, you know, I imagine there's going to be some hiccups, and um, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing that ha- that's happened with any new. Um, well, I guess you could you could kind of call it like an iOS device where you have a, a big inrush of people that are developing apps, but eventually, you know, the, the cream rises to the top and the, the really good apps will, will be the ones that they'll talk about it the, the next, you know, watch OS 3, I guess. I See, I, I don't have one and I don't particularly want one. So uh, I guess I'm just going to have to kind of wait and see until it becomes something that I might actually want. Hmm. Well, I, yeah, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but as as a user, I like I've got to say, when it comes to like I say, the closing of the rings has become a healthy obsession. That is absolutely true. I, I I'm almost compelled every day now to try and close my rings and make sure I get all three nice and rounded. It's it's and I have lost weight. I you know I've lost over two stone now, and it keeps going on. Um, and I, I'm doing in the garden. I'm doing I'm doing a lot more exercise and do I'm doing bike training, you know, cycling and stuff like that, and it's it's does make me feel a lot better. Mark, you've been very quiet. What, what's your thoughts? I would have liked to have seen something uh, probably a little bit more practical for the rest of us. You could have seen a very targeted demonstration to say, well, if you're a pregnant mother, this is going to be the watch for you. <laughs> um, I, I was hoping that they would show like the, the heartbeat, um, oh, what's it called, when it can sync your heart rate to Strava or Runkeeper for you know, the people who go training. I would have liked to have seen that, uh, but at least I suppose they've demonstrated it in another way. And it could kind of did go through the theme of medical based demonstrations when they did the iPad pro later on that day. Hmm. Yeah. They're obviously trying to show it as a, a medical device in that situation. And it's just purely the fact that the apps can now run on, on the thing. I also, I remember a little while ago, there was a story about the Apple watch is a complete failure because Facebook haven't done an app for it yet. <laughs> well, now they've got messenger. So, well, Apple's yeah. doomed now to the iPhone 7. We'll save that. To the we'll new save Apple that Watch. for later. We'll save that for later. Um, yep, as we, we've also got um, new straps made by a third party, 
Was it Hemis? Hemis? I, I have no idea. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. No. <laughs> they said it. They, you know, they actually did say, you know, this this fantastic watchmaker, and it's called ew, whatever the hell it is. The name of that stupid Hemis. watchmaker is. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're also getting some new colors. So we're getting a rose gold sports watch and a gold sports watch as well. Um, we're getting some brand new bands as well that look pretty nice. Uh, we're getting a new redless, a red stainless uh, watch option as well um i thought i thought that the the red was the uh, strap well it when they pictured it it said a new stainless stainless watch option stainless steel watch option so i'm not sure if you can get straps okay is separately. that is that part of project red too yeah. I, I didn't see that yeah that was that was there that was okay there. um the new watches do colored watches and the straps will start shipping today as well and we'll also learn that watch os2 will be launched on the 16th of september so that's something to look forward to so I think yeah, for, the, for the, those of us that actually have watches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're all going to want mine. Once, Barry, you see me using mine at our little holiday we've got in a few weeks' time, you'll want one. Yeah, I think I think the watchmaker is actually what we would we would call Hermes. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So it's there's a there's, I've seen a there's a watch, picture of a watch face I found which is Hermes. So I think that's where that's going to be. Yeah. Do you remember um, right back when the Apple Watch was first launched, we we kind of said uh, we discussed it being used for kind of uh, monitoring and that kind of thing, and saying, you know, if you if you're coming in, going to the hospital for some major surgery, it would be good for a pre-op monitoring uh, monitoring behaviour, so people could keep an eye on you, make what you're doing for the week before your operation. Yeah, and so I, th- I think we're seeing all, all that sort of stuff finally come to fruition. It's pretty cool. Mm. I mean, as, as a lot of the, the thing that they were using to monitor the baby was, it sounded like a third-party add-on device. So obviously that had been. Yeah. That had yeah, been okayed with whatever you know checks yeah. that need to be done and stuff like this, but yeah, it looks it looks like a good a good future for the Apple Watch as it moves on, and I think a lot of the functionality coming to it after the 16th of September is going to help it as well. And uh, I'm not sure about the yeah. rose gold option though. That looked a bit. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Off for the watch yeah. anyway. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, they're kind of pushing that across the whole line now. Yeah, it looks like. I see it. Some differentiation now. There we go. Right. So next up, we had. The iPads. So the iPads got a mention, and Phil Schiller took to the stage, and we were introduced to something that made me just so happy. The iPad Pro. Now, I know, Guy, I've been listening to you for a long time. I know you've been banging on about getting a bigger iPad, and they listen to you. Finally. Well, you know, Apple should be listening to everything. I Well, maybe not everything I say, but, you know, I mean, some things that I say. Uh, I'm I'm actually still on a, a third generation iPad, and it's been a struggle to not buy a new one. Just being the Apple mm-hmm. fanboy that I am, mm-hmm. but there hasn't really been anything that has made me say, "Ooh, I've I've got to have that. I I need to get that new iPad." You know, it's like you they went from sixty four to one hundred and twenty eight gigs of storage. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, meh. You know, most of what they're offering me, I can download from the cloud. So storage wasn't a big deal. Uh, then they talked about Force Touch, which is like, yeah, okay, okay, if I'm going to lots of places that, that need uh, a password, yeah, that'd be great. But that's not what I'm mostly doing with it. So, you know, and, you know, they made it faster and all the rest of that. And there just wasn't that that push. There wasn't that something new that would make me lay down the cash to get one. And the, <clears throat> the the last thing that they could have done, they did today, which was to make a, a bigger one. 
I I don't know if most of your audience listens to uh, the the My Mac podcast, but something that I did for the last three MacWorld Expos was I did not take a laptop. I took just my iPhone to do interviews and, and shoot video and all the rest of that. And I did all of the rest of my editing, including blog posts, putting together podcasts, recording podcasts, including uh, multi-track, was all done on the iPad. So I went from carrying like just 50 pounds of crap that I was dragging behind me, you know, in a great big Pelican case through the showroom floor to just a, a couple of things in a backpack. You know, it was my iPad, an iPhone, a couple of microphones, and a, a small little uh, mixer thing that I could plug a couple of XLR microphones into. And I did everything that way. So the, the one thing that I wanted, Apple had been refusing to do, which was a bigger iPad. Well, damn it, now they've taken that away from me. And, <laughs> and it looks like, you know, this, this is something... You know, yeah, I've been waiting for this for a long time, but there was something as they were talking about the different models that surprised me. They talked about, okay, it's going to be 32, 64, 128. That, that's fine. That makes sense. And they said the cellular model was the 128. They didn't say anything about having the 64 gig version also being on cellular. So uh, if. No. I'm on their website, which has just come back, and capacity says Wi-Fi models are 32 gig and 128, and Wi-Fi and ce- this is a UK site anyway. Uh, Wi-Fi and cellular models are 128 gig, and there's no mention of anything else. So if I want my cellular connection, I have to go high. I have you to have go. To go high. I have to go big. Yeah. Okay. So, well, um, you know, seeing how I've I've used my current iPad for almost four years. Okay. You know, like I'll spring for it. That is true. I mean, this is thing. No, you know, the press have been going on a lot about recently about the iPad shrinking, and and I don't really think it's because it's because it's an unpopular product. I just think it lasts a hell of a lot longer, or people use it a hell of a lot longer because it's not something they use all the time. Because it's like not garbage. Well, yeah, exactly. It's made really well. It's solid. It it performs fantastically all the time as far as i'm concerned it can do a multiple different things and you do not need a yearly recycle with it you do not necessarily need a two-year recycle bit i know people have still got their original ipads and although yeah, my they, wife still uses hers or the the first gen that i had yeah and you know as they might not be able to run the latest os but they can still browse the internet and they can still see their email and 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 do facebook and things like this all the things a lot of people would use the ipad for rather than you know a cheap laptop for example so yeah our uh in in the in the uk what i found is our compelling reason to upgrade is when one of our friends is going on holiday to the u.s and we can get a dollar price (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) now unfortunately the uk site hasn't got the prices for the uk audience uh, on there yet, unfortunately. So I'm sure they'll appear a little bit later. But uh, did anyone catch the US prices? Uh, it was 10.49 for the most expensive one, which was the Wi-Fi cellular. Mm. Let me bring up. I think it was uh, 7.99 for the cheapest one as well. Um, yeah, was it, it 7.99, 9.79, and 10.49 or something like that? Mm. This is this is the only problem with doing a reactionary show. You haven't got all the information available from Apple straight away. Yeah. But uh, well, it's it's up now. I'm looking at the iPad, blah, 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 the iPad Pro page mm-hmm. on the Apple site. Let me see if I can find the the prices 
But um, it is a wonderful looking device. I got to say, um, it doesn't seem to be that heavy either. It's it's still quite light. Um, I've got I got the spec here somewhere, and I'm struggling yeah, to find the, it. Out. I've got it in front of me. So the iPad Air is was one point five four pounds. Oh, Americans in the weight system. Come over to our side. What we use and the, uh, and the, the iPod- dark side. We have cookies. <laughs> <laughs> We have a proper metric system and a way to tell the temperature. The iPad Pro weighs at 1.57 pounds. And that's amazing considering they're touting that it's 90% faster on the CPU, 90% faster on the GPU as well. Mm. With that massive screen and a 10-hour battery life, and they managed to keep more or less the same weight. So I'm now looking at my iPad Air and thinking, well, that's a bit of a brick now, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, but I think the – no, because they – I thought it was a little bit of a cheat if I got this right. So when they were showing the the weights, I think the the weight they compared it to was iPad One. Yeah, the original, I think. Yeah, yeah the original yeah. one, which was one point five four, and the new iPad Pro is one point five seven, I think. Yeah. So in terms of weight, I mean, that's still awesome for what for what they've done. It's brilliant. And they haven't just made it bigger because you know that how we said, oh, we need a bigger iPad, we need a bigger iPad, we need more glass. They've actually done something with it by putting the 3D touch in the force touch in the, I can't what it's called, but the, the, um, the, was it the, not the stylus. No, no, no. Pencil. We'll come back. Not the stylus. We'll come to that in a bit. Because nobody needs a stylus, but we need a pencil. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get away with that stuff. <laughs> I've got the prices here, uh, the U.S. prices here. Okay. Uh, the Wi-Fi models for the iPad Pro, 32 gig is $799. Uh, there's no 64 gig option shown here. The 128 is 949 And the 128 gig Wi-Fi cellular is 1079 Now, something I'm noticing here that's kind of interesting they have not dropped any of the prices on the iPad Air 2. They're, they're the exact same prices that they were before. Yeah, because they're saying this is now going to be the top of the range one and the iPad 2. Mind you, they didn't update the iPad 2. So that's uh, Air 2. So yeah. it's kind of strange that they didn't drop the price for it. But they did now, then say the iPad Mini 2 is now the same as the iPad Air 2. So the iPad Air 2's got a bump, but nothing else has. Well, what you is- have the iPad Mini 4, Four. which they yeah. kind of glossed over yeah they just they bumped um, the four as well up to i think the same kind of spec um but yeah they did they just bumped over it really fast um yeah and they've got wi-fi and cell- cellular options from 1664 and 128 mm-hmm. now gone there seem to be a lot of times when like it was carl and me we were doing the the like a show document there seemed to be so many times when it came up to like the really important and pertinent information mm-hmm. and it was like there it is, and it's gone. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. I've got to shave some time off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so we can listen to those three lovely songs at the end. Uh, now, of course, this has got a new chip in it, the A9X chip, which apparently, as you said earlier, is 1.8 times faster than the AX, A8X. Um, so they're now comparing this with desktop class CPU usage. So, I mean, why not? I mean, it looks stunning, i got to say, but... Four speaker audio system as well, two on each side. Uh, automatically detects what way you're holding it up, so it still adjusts the audio. Um, eight megapixel eyesight camera on there. And the thing I think they're going to come in for a lot of stick with, though, come tomorrow or later tonight, is the fact that their new keyboard, the uh, iPad smart keyboard, looks almost identical to the MS Surface yeah. one that came out a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, the Surface one. But it folds differently yeah. and is made with Apple woven fabric. <laughs> <laughs> fold, yeah, fold different. 
Apple woven fabric, yeah. our best fabric we've ever made. So is that fabric woven with apples? I'm or sure. have, have Apple now employed seamstresses to be even more eco-friendly? And that's how they've got their, uh, e- um, their what's it, rating down. Yes. The e- ecologically responsible rating. I mean, it looks Well, nice. yeah, but they're still going to run into a problem because, uh, as I understand it, the, the new keyboards are actually made with unicorn hair. <laughs> and we, we, we all know how rare those are. So, you know, Apple could be in some trouble there. And they've had to, for the white colouring on the keys, they've had to get the finest rhino horns possible and apply the special <laughs> Apple process to them. Right. So anyway, so um, yeah, so it's got supposedly some dome technology inside each key, which makes it responsive. I, I'm not sure how well that works. But again, it's, it's, it's going to suffer from the same problems as the original Microsoft one, and that is you have to have a totally flat surface to have it on. Of course, the new iOS 9 will work with other external bluetooth keyboards if you so wish so you don't have to go down the apple route if you don't wish but the other thing of course they also introduced it wasn't a stylus we was all thinking it was gonna be called a stylus but the apple pencil not a stylus remember who needs a stylus as tim uh sorry as uh, steve told us many years ago many, now the, many. the stylus i gotta say it did look good this is going to go for 99 dollars again i haven't got a uk price as yet but um i've used a few styluses in my time and they all suffer from one thing and that is lag but they're saying because the way they've implemented this with hardware and software, there's minimal lag. Now, I was watching the video of the these damn talented artists. My God, what they were drawing. I just thought, I couldn't believe it. I know. But, um, but there was still some noticeable lag there I could see, which I'm not sure, you know, maybe that's impossible to get rid of. But I would certainly be trying out that option in an Apple store and, and seeing if I want to shell out. 99 quid because basically they've got me on the ipad pro i'm going to confess they've got me i'm not too sure about the um the pencil because i'm not a big stylus user myself but i know a lot of people out there are and the way there was demo demo in it was great i thought yeah i like it like, sorry barry go on no so mine was very quick one the, the only question i had was the name of one of the apps procreate <laughs> well that fits in with the medical stuff <laughs> <laughs> See, there was a theme. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed that Apple didn't have a way that you could insert your um, pencil into your tablet and break your tablet and or pencil. Now, now, don't be uh, that I, person. I think that was an opportunity missed. Don't be that person, Mark. It's an unfortunate oversight. That was all that was. <laughs> yes, an um, unfortunate oversight that didn't get tested now, somehow. Oh, and, and you know, while they were showing the pencil, there was something I was kind of wondering, which was, well, how are they? Because obviously the, the pencil itself requires power mm-hmm. well i'm on the site right now and basically you take the the top of the pencil off yep. and there's a uh lightning connector uh, there's a lightning connector there that's it so the only thing is doesn't wouldn't that look a little bit weird if you've got your ipad and you've got this big thin pencil sticking out of it you can stick it in the ground and use it as a for sale sign as well yeah. well i i wonder if because they didn't well they didn't really show much as far as you know when, when they were talking about the the uh the smart keyboard uh, they, you know, they showed it from a couple different angles, but they didn't really show if there was any place to put like a stylus. No. Oh, I, and by the way, under charging, they say 15 seconds of charging will give you 30 minutes of battery wow. life. <laughs> well, that's good for isn't the it? pencil. It's not bad, is it? It must but be you know the same sort of technique they use with the um, the watch because the watch charges up incredibly fast. 
Yeah, but you know what? You know what I was going to say now. Oh, Apple have got it wrong because everyone's wireless charging. There'll always be something, <laughs> won't there? It's like, oh, you've got to plug something in to charge it. How utterly barbaric! Well, maybe well you don't have to charge the uh, the the keyboard because the iPad yeah. Pro. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to add this to the other ones. Has that new connector? Mm-hmm. That, that looked really connector. nice. That looked really. Well, really there nice. was there was an Android tablet that I saw a number of years ago that that came with a keyboard that had a, a similar type setup where there was a, a, a little slot that you would drop the, the tablet into and it would power the keyboard from the tablet. So it, it's not like this is a new idea, uh, but I do have to say that, that as compared to, to that tablet, which was this big, hard plastic connector, that having just like those three little recessed buttons that it just kind of sits on with with little tiny balls there in the uh, the smart keyboard was uh, it's it I mean I would look at that in itself as being being innovative as as far as a way to connect up to an external device from your iPad without having to rely on on Bluetooth or or Wi-Fi or or any of these other you know wireless uh, connectivity options. Now I wonder, if, about- they, I wonder if they're going to open it up to third parties that connector. I'm oh, just... I bet that I, I can't see how they can't. I mean, it, it, it's not like you need a, a special app, Apple connector to attach to it. It's it's like it's right there on the side of the iPad and it's not a proprietary slot. It's not a proprietary cable. It's just three little dots that supply power and data. Hmm. Wonder what sort of speed the data goes through. And um, I suppose the only downside is, is that you can't, if the, I suppose the upside with a Bluetooth and wireless keyboard is that you can adjust it to any position you want it to. In the demos that they showed on the event, it looked like you could only have the iPad at one angle. I didn't see them yeah. demonstrating off. Yeah, you know. pretty much just one. So again, it's going to be one of those things where you can either go the Apple route or just go and buy a third-party keyboard and a prop, if you so wish. Um, it's only because it's going to use Bluetooth so as well as the option. So... Uh, uh, Again, I think it looked it looked okay. It looked a bit resembling, like I say, the Microsoft Surface one from many years ago. The pen looks okay. These are things, these additions are going to be interesting to try for me in the Apple Store. I'm not sure if I'll be purchasing them because I don't plan to use it as a sort of like mini laptop. But um, I, I use my keyboard all the time. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's I've good. Got, I mean, I've got a, one of those Logitech uh, Ultra Thins from my iPad 3, and it's it's a great it's a great little keyboard and not that expensive. Mm. I mean, I'm, you know, I could be, ch- I could have my mind changed. It's been known to happen before. So just, you know, when you walk down through that damn store and you think, oh, okay, I'll just go and buy that one. But uh, yeah, so there's some nice little features there. Um, but it's definitely sold me. This this iPad has definitely sold me. This I was yep. like you guy. I was hanging out. I was thinking, should I get an iPad Air too? And and I just thought, no. Then the rumors started to become more regular, and I thought. Go on, I'll just wait. I'll wait and see what they introduce, if they introduce anything. And lo and behold, this thing, I just think it looks wonderful. The way they was holding it, it just looks so huge. Mind you, the original iPad looks so cool. Yeah, and plus it's Tim Cook, who's not like the, the biggest guy in the yeah, world. So, now, so, for, e- for either you or me, so Carl, regular it would still size look like a, an iPad mini. <laughs> I was gonna. So, if you had this, so if you had the money and you walked into an Apple store now, would you go for for the iPad Pro or would you go for the new MacBook? Oh, yes. So, again, it comes down to use case scenario, I think, because there will be some people out there who still want to use um, El Capitan, which is the next one. They'll still want access to Terminal to like having a proper 
OS there. Well, I say proper OS. I mean, a, a Captain Kirk. <laughs> I mean, an OS that they can go in and they can develop on and things like this. But again, I, I would say for the way people, the artists in us, like Paul Cacao, friend of the show, fantastic artist. I'm sure he's rejoicing out there somewhere. He's probably going to send me a mail saying, no, I'm not. I'm really angry. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it looked really good. And, you know, for architects and artists, I mean, they were showing various apps that he was using, like the wireframe stuff, the, um, the AutoCAD stuff. I mean, that's amazing. If you think from a few years ago, we are now doing, have the possibility of doing AutoCAD on an iPad. That's, that's just, I just... Yeah. Amazing. I love that. Well, this and this this really throws into the trash the whole argument that I hear from uh, a lot of Android users, where we're people that, that don't like tablets in general, that it that tablets are toys. I said, but this is not a toy. Mm. It it you know it is capable even before all the announcements today. Um, you know, I gave use cases just a minute ago: recording multi-track audio, editing multi-track video. Uh, I was all, you know, you can, you can write with it. You can, you can, there's almost nothing that you can do with a regular computer that you can't do with an iPad. Mm. Now, the thing, of course, we have to remember is whatever they show us is a positive story. We still have to wait to the actual day it's released. And I'm sure there'll be some negatives in there somewhere because there always is, there's always a catch. But um, is that catch, is that a catch you can live with? We'll have to wait and see. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm most impressed with that. And yes, I am going to apply this to myself. Fanboy alert. Fanboy alert. So I'm sure someone's out there saying, come on, play the siren, you hypocrite. So there you go. So after... After now we had the iPad, the new iPad, things got pretty serious. As Tim come to the stage again and he started doing, I think we need to look at TV, the future of television. We believe wholeheartedly. This one. What one? Oh, unless you're skipping to the Apple TV. Yeah, that's why I'm, yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I thought you were going to go about the moment that Tim Cook dropped the bomb and said, here's Microsoft. Well, yeah, okay. So the apps that were shown were from Microsoft, which was uh, demoing their Word Suite, obviously. Uh, Adobe had come out with some fantastic apps. And again, uh, yeah, there was a medical new version one. of Flash. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new version of Flash. It's so thin you can't see it. Thank you, Lord, for that. And of course, again, the medical thing, one of the demonstrations was a 3D for medical could complete anatomy app. And that was quite amazing. I mean, it was well beyond me. She was going yeah. on. How she yeah, showed the patients. Yeah. I, I, I was just absolutely amazed and just was just gobsmacked that, you know, they had people, I can't even say it's Kurt, that Kurt fella from uh, Microsoft up on the stage, just like, what? The world has actually just imploded on itself. But, but what they, I didn't get was that some of the demonstrations he did with the start, sorry, the pencil, and then other times he'd be drawing things with his finger again, and then he'd go back to the, not the stylus, the pencil. Because he's showing the versatility of his of the software. That's what they're there to show. Mm. They're obviously showing their software. But they want to show yeah, how I mean, you can use it. Microsoft, Microsoft is there to sell, basically, Office 365. Yeah. And if it's a pro, if this is aimed squarely at, you know, pro users, then Office is probably what they are going to be using rather than Pages and Ke well, maybe not Keynote. Keynote yeah. is still fantastic, but Numbers definitely. So the fact that they can show Word, Excel, and in their case PowerPoint working seamlessly together, yeah, um, is, is a big plus. And it also fits in with Microsoft's new direction. Is that that is their software everywhere? Everywhere. So yep. It makes perfect sense. If you think and I've been testing a new office and it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely it is. brilliant. It's, I never thought after, after how long 2011 hung around like a bad dose of 
a certain disease was going to be that we'd ever get anything as good at that. And what makes it good is that it's just so responsive and it's like, oh, this just feels so normal and like it actually should be. And so uh, Sati Nadella is due a few rewards, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, look at, you look at Office for Windows, um, like when they first came out with the ribbon interface for Office, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is just total garbage. But the uh, the ribbon interface for uh, Office for the Mac for 2016 is is actually quite good. You know yep. they they've made some major changes to, uh, to to how it works, and and I'll give I'll give Microsoft their props. Office for the Mac for 20. I've got an Office 365 subscription, totally worth it. I've got it Absolutely. on four or five different computers in my iPad. Absolutely. Now, just one question before we move on to the Apple TV. Uh, Baz, you work in the uh, financial world. Can you see the iPad Pro being used by these people with special apps developed for trading and, and God knows what else? No. No? No. Really? Because, and purely purely from the fact that it, it's a mobile device. So, you know, you, you can't, um, you know, at the trading floor, you're not allowed to have a mobile phone. Oh, okay. Not on the trading floor. So you can't have a mobile device because not for trading apps. I can see what would be so. What I've always uh, really liked the idea of is when you're when you're in a data center having having a nice big screen. So rather than having to wheel a cart around with a screen and a keyboard on it, mm-hmm. having something that size to 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 you know, to, to sort of wirelessly log into network devices or whatever and do configurations that sort of thing. That that you know I think that would be quite cool. But again, that comes back to more. Networky functional apps rather than yeah. well, pro artist apps. artist stuff. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So more pro, if he's aiming yeah. at a pro market, yeah. I can see how that would. Um, I, I can't wait to get a dashboard mount so I can stick it in the front of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just use the camera as the windscreen, you know, just you know, yeah. see what's coming. I, I'm going to yeah, buy have like a have little... like a virtual dashboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get a little um, uh, a little fold out mount for it that the iPad Pro will sit on. And get like a, a tartan blanket um, screenshot, and I can use it as a small table. <laughs> yes. Now, apparently, this is going to become available in November as well. There was no word about when we can pre-order it or stuff like that. So, just November is all we got. So, at least it's spaced out a little bit, so it's not too big an assault on my credit card. Now, we move on to the next thing: the Apple TV. And Tim came on stage and he said, "Future of television is apps." He said Apple believes the future of television is apps, which is lucky, really, because Amazon and I think Roku believe the same thing, which is nice. So, uh, yes, so we finally got a brand new Apple TV. Now, it looks very similar to the old one. It just is it's fatter. It's, it just sticks up more. Yeah. But um, it looked it looked uh, there's also a new remote, which looks so small enough to be able to lose it just as much as the other one. It seems to me um, it's got a glass surface on the front. So it's got touch on the front. It's got Siri cap- uh baked into it on the whole the presentation looked really impressive for me who's been after an apple new apple tv for god knows how long it looked really well uh, really nice and you know the functionality of siri just being able to press the siri button and ask what you you know what you tell it what you want to watch and it comes up now obviously the amazon fire does exactly the same thing but that only does it on amazon content whereas apparently no hang on or is that just us only i think amazon might have universal search on in the us but nowhere else i could be wrong about that but um yeah siri shows you where whatever you want to watch is playing wherever it is 
as so, yeah, as long as the search functionality is is baked into yeah. the various apps. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm sure they would want to do because obviously well, they don't want you watching. Maybe their not. Content. If you have, if if you're showing content that that other people also have, well, I, no, I'll, I'll take that back. Um, because if 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 all you have is content that other people have as well, then not having that search built in mm. means that they would be less likely to go to your app as compared to somebody else's. So never mind. Yes. Um, now, this was introduced by Eddie Q, who came on with a very red shirt. So lucky he's very not Star red. Trek. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it's good. It, 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 it looked a nice little um, demo. It was some high-definition screensavers, if you're one of those people that likes to leave your telly on. And um, yeah, sod the, econ- uh, not the economy, sod the environment. Doesn't matter. Leave your telly on all day. That's what I say. Um, we got uh, a girlfriend feature. What's this? Oh, show show the film that thingy is in, <laughs> so they can. Yeah, just you know what it's like. You speak to your girlfriend. Oh, you know, it's that film with that guy. <laughs> you know, with that bloke in it. Now it's serious oh, problem. It's the one with it, or as every single Die Hard film. It's it's the film with the plane and the and the truck. <laughs> Die Hard one, two, three, and four has just been summed up by the plane and the truck. Yes, uh, we've also got now real time scrubbing. Um, it worked very well in the demo. Let's see how well it works in in reality when you've got a connection. You know, issues. Obviously, it's okay us on fiber, but if you're out in the middle of the sticks, I'm not sure how, how good not that will work. Not rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I say, you can you get nice little real t- uh, nice little display about the cast directors and all the information about the film. The, a nice little feature I thought was, what did she say or what did he say? And it, and, and it will Siri will rewind about seven seconds and put subtitles up, so you never. Yeah, you know how what? Long you year for that they're, feature. They're, there are married men around the world thinking, I want this in real life. Yes. Yeah. What did she say? Oh, crap. <laughs> and you, you, do could- know, you do know that there is a universal noise that you can make, which neither confirms nor denies, or you, it's just an acknowledgement. Mm. And it's not uh, yes, it's not. You just go, hmm. Uh. And it's not yes, it's not no. It's simply, I have heard you, and what next? And it's brilliant, because you're not agreeing or disagreeing. You just go, hmm. Have you but, noticed we use that a lot of times with you, Mark? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you have to get the pitch right. <laughs> yes, because there, there's mm, or there's nah. oh you know, no 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 no. And no. also, also you need eye contact because without eye contact, they still think you're not listening. Oh, uh, that's a very good point. We've just lost all our female listeners now. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have so many female co- co-presenters on this show. Yeah, well, I've had a few. We've had a few. Right. Uh, then we got onto the apps where uh, developers can now develop apps, universal apps. So you can buy it for iPhone, iPad, iPod, and it will also work on the TV. And then we had some demonstrations. So we had Crossy Road, which looks... I just I just downloaded that. That looks like, like have you never Endless played Frogger. That? Have you never played that I've before? Never, I've never played it oh, before. it's a classic. It's a classic. And now, if you've got a friend who wants to join you and they've got an iPad or an iPhone, they can jump right in and either help you and out fight. or have a fight on it. Yeah, and it, <laughs> and it just looked, it reminded me, okay, it's very simple gameplay, obviously. Um, it's nothing too complex. So it's like the Wii um, from many years ago, but it just, it looked seamless. And, okay, okay so the devil is in the detail again. Will it be a seamless um, joining as it appeared on the stage? I doubt it. I'm sure there's some network issue or something going on there. But just the fact that someone else can turn up with an iPhone, and as long as they got the app, they can just join in. That looked that looked great. I can see some good fun yep. party games coming out of that. And you don't you don't have to have four or five different uh, Apple remotes sitting around. 
No, yeah. Because when he said, I'm going to join, I think, well, what's he doing? What's he picked up? And he just says, my iPhone. So that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, then we went out, we saw a shopping app in, in play. Um, yeah, it's not really... Now, you're right. It's not really something that I'd want to do, but I can see a lot of people sitting there. Maybe if Amazon do one, if eBay next in this in, in the UK and Tesco. Amazon, Amazon won't be there at the beginning. I'm sure guaranteed. they will. I'm sure eBay will as well. Um, if you could get notifications as well and it pops up, say you've been outbid. But of course, you can do all this on your phone. It's just the fact that you're watching the screen and the information comes up. Speaking of Siri as well, while you're watching things, you can also ask Siri just general questions like, what's the latest Tottenham Hotspur game, for example? I'm sure it will be applied to British football as well as, as, it, as they demonstrated baseball. That was, that was at me, wasn't it? Yes, that was at you. <laughs> okay. Guy. <laughs> um, but no, it looked... Really impressive. Now, obviously, I'm hoping for one app in particular to come to the Apple TV, and that is Plex. If they can do a native Plex app on the Apple new Apple TV, I'm going to be a very happy bunny indeed. No, won't happen. Why? Because they they have Apple has their own ideas on an interface for the Apple TV. They're not going to allow somebody else with their own interface to come in and step on that. But There's said- probably, for all of these apps that have to do with watching content on your television set, there's probably going to be very strict guidelines in that, you know, that they don't want you to jump out, out of the box. They, they want it to, but- when you go from one app to the other for watching content, that it's going to look pretty much the same. But that's fine. I mean, Plex, the idea of... The- the great thing about Plex is it's the server that does all the work. It's just serving you content. And all they need to do is have a, a very – they could probably get away with a very basic interface because all it needs to do is show you what was the last things you added to Plex, what were you in the middle of watching. And those things all seem to be valid um, on, on how they describe the other apps that were using it. If, if you know, it's, only, it's pulling in cover art and things like this and, and wallpaper art, which is all what Plex does. So the stuff yeah. they were showing for just natively searching iTunes and Hulu and all these other things were just basically copying what Plex already does. Yeah, but, but it's yeah, they're not going to do it. Ah, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. It's well, a possibility. If, it, if you've got, if you, let's say you, let's say they did do that. So you've got, um, so you've got your your Plex server sitting in the background serving your content. You've got Hulu and you've got whatever other providers you've got sitting there, and then you know. How are these other providers going to feel about an, a an un, a non subscription you know service sitting next to their? Well, it does ones. on the iPad. On the well, iPhone that, that's now. what that's what iTunes is though. Yeah, I mean, it's all, all it is is your content. That's the only difference. Yeah. it's just your stuff that. You know, yeah. So, but I see, see, Apple wants that in iTunes. Well, I don't see see that there might be some little terminology in there somewhere, but I can guarantee you the guys from Plex are looking at that. OS TV or TV OS development tool, and they're having a look. I, I guarantee you that. I will be oh, I'm that. sure they're looking. It's a question of whether or not Apple will allow them to <laughs> yeah, post we'll, it in the we'll store. See. We'll see. Yeah, you're right. You got to get into the store, so we'll see. Because they, they, they didn't say they didn't say there was any limitations, but who knows? Uh, now the little remote it's Apple. The little remote it's will Apple. not be using batteries. It will be using um. Well, it will use batteries, but not the conventional little AAA. Uh, batteries so it can charge through a lightning connector and then lasts about what do you see three months or something was it three months yeah something like that so that's good um also bluetooth technology so you don't even you don't have to aim it at the apple tv just like on the fire tv you can point that remote anywhere and it will still work so that's nice as well 
Uh, two models. So 100, we're getting 32 gig option and a 64 gig option. First one, $149. Uh, second one, $199. And this is going to arrive in late October. So that's another thing that they're going to get me for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be get. I'll definitely be. But we have two Apple TVs currently in the house. And I will be replacing the one that's on the main TV downstairs with a new Apple TV. Hmm. So, uh, Baz, are you going to be tempted by this little box? Definitely. But um, I, I suppose the, the thing I was more, I was more kind of, ho- I know you, you, you've got the, yeah, the App Store stuff, but um, I'm wondering if, they, if there'd be something like Steam integration later on. Well, again, because it comes down to the um, geniusness of developers, who knows? That's, that's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. As, whenever they open the, their, their, their hardware up to developers, that's when things become a lot more interesting. Um, because the iOS developers, well, I, Apple developers, are just, just they're, they're fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. What they can take with what Apple gives them and then fashion into something that is amazing. It, it's, yeah. it's great. So, they, so I, I didn't, um, I can't remember, have they done away with the optical, um, the optical sound connector on the back as well? Is it just... Yes. Just, yeah, it's just HDMI now. Just HDMI. You know, they, they got rid of the uh, the USB port that used to be there too. Well, I think the mini it's ones basically there, but it's diagnostic yeah. only. Well, you've got you've got uh, power HDMI and um, Ethernet. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, a uh, RS forty five jack. Or I can't R- remember RJ forty five. RJ forty five jack. Yeah. But so uh, if you want to hardwire it, it does. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I got to say, yeah. I mean, probably. Probably out of everything we saw today is the Apple TV that I'm most looking forward to because I love my TV and movies and stuff. It's um, it's it's great. All right, then. So after all the fun of the Apple TV and the iPad, we got finally to the new iPhones. Wow. What did I say? It's the most popular. How did, he, how did it go, Mark? The most popular phone in the world. <laughs> the most popular smartphone in the world. <laughs> Doing his best. Did he, Clark. did he actually say it like that? It's my best attempt at Jeremy Clarkson. He goes, "It's the best car in the world." Did put top balls in, yeah. Ah, so we're getting a new, we're getting a new color, as was uh, rumored, a rose gold alum, uh, aluminium, aluminium. I'm trying to say, I'm t- now saying it like an American. Aluminium. Been hanging out with Matt for too long. Now this is seven thousand <laughs> aluminium, apparently, which is a lot, lot stronger than the previous version. So hopefully, won't get any Bengate issues this time. That's a lot of aluminum, aluminium. I just want to point out as well, we are getting a front-facing flash. Well, they're making the screen flash, which is kind of the same thing. So they haven't actually built in a dead... Oh, we jumped that, did you, little bugger? <laughs> See, and everybody mocked me last week when I said I've gone out and purchased some new nasal hair trimmers. Yeah, you're, you've got to, you've got to actually buy them now instead of just the skinny jeans. I've, I've got them. I've just got to find a charger for them. Oh, okay. Uh, the FaceTime camera also gets bumped up to a 5-megapixel camera as well with the flash that will go off in every nightclub going, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, the new 3D Touch now is also baked in to uh, the new phone. Uh, so this apparently gives kind of three levels. So you just tap on it as normal. You can tap and hold, and it will open up various options for various apps if the developer builds them in. You can preview emails, preview pictures, preview kind of anything you want. And if you want to go actually dive into the app or the picture itself, you just fully tap and 
it pops you into that app as well. This is all well, demonstrated. Well, th- there was also the, the, the touch and roll that, that did some stuff too, I think, wasn't there? Yeah, so if you put your thumb to the side of the screen and press down, you can just, instead of doing a double tap to bring up your, um, your carousel of all your apps uh, running in the background, you can now just slide it across and get to them that way as well. Uh, that was nice. Yeah. So, so when I first started watching the the ads, the film they ran, the way the way it first started rolling around in the screen, I, I thought it really looked like it had a curved <laughs> curved screen. I was like, ooh, curved screen. No. <laughs> and then when, when it actually turned around and it and because they that it, it shown in white, and I, I actually went, oh, it's the same. <laughs> It's the same case. It's definitely yeah. the same case, pretty much. Well, apart from it's harder. But uh, again, this has got an A9 chip in it, uh, apparently 70 times faster than the AU on CPU usage and 90% faster on graphic usage as well. Um, to pro- prove the point, they showed a Warhammer game. Um, that was like. amazing. That did oh. look fantastic. Um, yeah. Sorry? Oh, no, I was just going to say, with, uh, with what Guy was going to say, it looked absolutely amazing. And they said, no, so we put some shadows on it, and then we added textures, then we added bloom, then we added particles. And then he basically said, and then we just chucked whatever we could at it, and we were amazed at the result. And it was like such a flippant attitude of saying, and then we just chuck everything we had on it. And it does look really, really good. Um, I, I'm glad, I, I would say next year, maybe the year that Apple will get rid of the actual home button with 3D Touch. I think it's too soon to get people. I think they bring people along slowly and they yeah. save something. But next year, I would not be surprised if Apple got a bigger screen uh, and they managed to sort out the little bit, the cleft of the thumb that rests on the screen when you hold it. Mm-hmm. And then I think next year will be the year that they do get rid of it because that, the way that they've integrated it looks handy. And it doesn't look like an essential feature, but that was a thing that's saying, you know what? That all looks really, really good. The only one thing that they didn't show was how good is it to use one-handed? <laughs> yes, there was a lot of holding it with one hand and then pushing it with the other. So, oh, no, and I know that sounds really, really picky, but it would have been nice to see you know a little bit of um, one-handed stuff. And if I remember correctly, a lot when he brought up the <laughs> Facebook icon and <laughs> God, one-handed action—that's going to be it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, unless we saw on the main wave, like if I just had to try and gloss over it. That's what she said. When they had the Facebook icon and they did the, the 3D touch, it seemed to be in the radius of where the thumb swipe was as well. So, so it obviously looks like they paid some attention to it. It'll be just very interesting, well, as we all say with Apple, how, what developers do with it next. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I do like the ability just to, instead of having to go inside the app itself, just to have some quick shortcuts. Um, Again, but every single app that if 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 every single developer <laughs> creates this option, then it's going to be very hard sometimes to remember what apps do what. Mind you, saying that, I guess you don't use that many apps on a day to day basis. We might have like ninety six apps on our phone, but we probably only use about ten of them on a daily basis. We bring well, also in- also. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, go on, go on, go. I have to. I w- I was just going to say that uh, unlike the gestures which they they added, I think in iOS six. These these new uh, touches that that they've put in, there's only three of them. So there's only so much functionality that developers can add, and that functionality should be uniform across the board hmm. for each app that wants to add them in. So it you shouldn't have to relearn how to use a particular app because they've gotten creative 
with one of the, the 3D touch gestures. It, it's going to pretty much work the same across the board, or at least that's the way I saw it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably like the main one will be whatever the app is intended for. Like, so Instagram would be basically take a photo. So I got to assume it just comes up with the, the camera app of that app. That would be the most important one. And then just looking at your friends or and things like this. But it would just be interesting to see how developers um, use the just clicking on their icon for shortcuts. I do I do like the idea, I've got to say. I just It might take a while to learn all my favorite apps, what the shortcuts might do. Yeah, I, 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 before, yeah, I, I agree with Guy. I, I think what you can get with some apps is they tend to be a little bit too clever and you do get um, app fatigue, like Clear, which is a, con, um, a list-making type app. Yeah, it's remarkable. And it's really, really good, really, really simple until you forget how to use it yes. because you've got to swipe from the left, slide from the right, slide up from the bottom, slide up a little bit from the bottom, slide down from the top and all that. And there's no blinking help back in the app because um, it's nested. Well, there is help, sorry, but it's nested away. So hopefully it, it'll be like the watch and where a lot of journalists would say, force touch everything. You don't know what's going to happen, where it's going to happen, but just try everything. Hopefully that sort of paradigm doesn't get carried too much over onto the iPhone. Paradigm. Look at you. Big Ooh. words. <laughs> maybe, no. that, maybe that'd be a good usage for the, the peak. Um, the peak function will be help screen. If yeah. you've got a, a, a not an app that's not in that intuitive, get the uh, get the developer to drop a uh, drop a help screen on there. Indeed. Now, obviously, let's move on to the camera. So they have updated the camera. It's now actually gone up in megapixels as well. They've gone from the 8 that they stuck to for so long. They've now gone up to 12 megapixels. Faster autofocus as well, apparently. Uh, uses something called deep trench isolation. Now, I'd probably have to ask Alex what that meant. But it looked like it stops the one light source leaking into another cell next to it. And, and it, it creates better... Um, coloured pictures, more accurate coloured pictures, I should say. Um, the shots that they gave, they showed, obviously by professional photographers, look amazing. And I know, you know, I always look at these things and say, yeah, well, that's broad daylight. I mean, great, but I, okay, I can't see that photo. I'm not professional, but it's daylight. So you've got all the light you need. But then they started going on and they showed some um, much darker. Low light. Yeah, yeah, low light photography. And uh, one they said it was almost in pitch black. Again, we don't know how pitch black that is, but they did look stunning, i got to say. Uh, they also said they're untouched and unaltered in any shape, way, or form. But uh, they look they look lovely. Uh, but this is th- they always look lovely now, i got to say. Um, another addition is we're going to get, as often rumoured again, 4K video. Now, where are we going to be able to play this 4K video, I have to ask myself. But it's nice it's in there. It look, looks stunning, what they showed us. Apparently 8 million pixels in every single frame. That is just mind-boggling. I was in the chat room, and what's even more mind-boggling with that is that someone was hoping that Periscope would support 4K <laughs> streaming. That's when your mind starts boggling. That's, uh, yeah, oh I don't see that happening. No, no. But uh, it looks like, yep, and, and they started editing the video as well in iMovie in 4K because uh, there's so much processing power behind that little... I, I cannot believe what we are now doing on our phone. And I know Android devices have been using 4K video for some time, but, you know, the problem is a lot of people don't care. So if Android do do a 4K, if they're stuck in the Apple universe they don't care what android does it's irrelevant it's only when apple does it because that's the only time it affects them i'm not going to throw in my iphone just because there's an android phone that does 4k video because that's not enough it needs to be completely better in every shape way or form 
But uh, that's just me personally. Yeah, you are right. I mean, what I mean, what's more useful? The fact that you can say, "Oh, yeah, I've got a 1080p screen," or the fact that, "Hey Siri, is now going to be always on." You know, what's the what's the, what's the better feature? Oh, look at that! I can play back 4K video on a four-inch screen. Marvelous! <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> marvelous! I'm not. You know I'm, what? That's really practical. That I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not slagging off Android. I'm not doing that. Don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm just saying for a phone to drag me away from. Um, Apple at this point needs to be so much better than what Apple's used. Not just a little bit better. It needs to be so much better. Can I just ask one quick question? Who here got annoyed at Phil Schiller when he announced that Siri would be almost on and then decided to say, hey, a few times? (laughs) Well, don't talk to me about that after what Guy Show did to me last week. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Siri. Show, Siri. show Show me the rent. Was that's, it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Bubba, uh, stirring, showing me the rent. But that's yeah. it, the hey, stirring moment. When Phil, and Phil Schiller was up on stage just saying, hey, stirring. It was like, Phil. <laughs> but now, yes, Siri is now always going to be on. So it's no longer, it needs to be plugged in to be useful if you want to use it. You can now just talk to it all the time whenever you want. I, I believe that's only in the latest iPhone, however, because it's all built into the A, A9 chip. Um, so it doesn't drain the battery. Uh, what else have we got? They didn't so, discuss battery life, though, did they? No, it didn't. They there was no it. word of battery life. This is true. It looks like we also got moving uh, wallpapers, it seemed. I mean, as it was spinning around, they showed fish swimming and things like this. Uh, live yeah. photos as well we're getting. You can now, there's a new option to take live photos, where when you collect this option, you take a snap, and it will record one second before and one second after you've done the snap. So you resulted in... Um, a photo that if you hold your thumb down on it, moves. And apparently they're releasing this API to developers and Facebook are soon going to implement it on their site and on their app as well. Yeah, I saw I saw a tweet. Somebody basically said, hey, wow, look at that. Apple just invented the GIF. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not really a GIF, but yes. Uh, 23 different LTE bands built into this little device now, which is amazing. Wi-Fi up to 866 megabits per second. Or is that megabytes? No, megabits per second. Um, Also, (laughs) this was cool. They said Android. um, They've actually, Apple have actually built an Android app. And it is an app that will help you move from your Android phone to your iPhone. (laughs) I wonder if that's in the uh, Google Play Store. I don't know, actually. Um, But yes, so... uh, it looked like a nice little update, you know, for it's the TOC Rev. So next year we'll probably get a new, totally new looking device. Um, but there's enough on here, I think, that could be quite interesting to a lot of people to update, um, even if you've got a phone that's only one year old and you're not tied to a contract. Was that aimed at me? <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. Um, now we've got to, comes to the prices. Now, again, he flashed up so fast that we didn't have time to jot down all the various prices. So, Guy, on your site, have you got the prices for the iPhone as yet? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm bringing it up right now. Give me just a second. Here we go. Okay, iPhone 6S. Oh, give me a break. From it says from 649. Oh. Uh, let's see. Okay, I got it for the 6S right here. 16 gigabyte boo hiss 649. 64 gigabyte from 749. 128 from 849. And it looks like it'll be on the AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, and Verizon car- carriers. And if you give me a minute, I will I, go over to I've the... Actually got, I've actually got the UK prices up now. So the iPhone 6S is going to be from 539 quid. 
Uh, that's for the 16 gig option. Uh, 64 gig will be 619, and 128 will be 699. If you want the plus, the plus is oh, hang on, I just know. Right, the plus is from a 69. 619, 16 gig, 64 gig is 699, and 128 gig is 789 quid. Uh, and yeah, again, here, here in the States, it's 16 for 749, 64 gig, 849, 128 gigabyte, 949 US dollars. Oh, that's good. Well, they haven't just done one for one for once, so that's nice. Yeah. Now, what is interesting about this pricing is – uh, I'm still getting notes when they say you can, is it like a down payment for two years, but you can swap your phone out. So you're basically buying an iPhone on credit. You're entering into a two-year contract, but you can get a new phone every year. Yes. So that's going to start off in the UK, uh, US only for a little while. And then they said they're going to roll it out. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. would that no, be? Thanks. Yeah. I, 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 some really? People, some people enjoy that because, you know, they just look at a 32 quid outlay every month and then they're guaranteed to get a new phone they can pick whatever um carrier they go with and they're not tied in to a two-year contract they can just pay 32 dollars and to some that's a lot of money 12 people it isn't i think i've I've done this spreadsheet before where it does work out here in the uk anyway it does work out marginally more expensive to go with an iphone that you've bought outright and then find your phone data plan afterwards but you recoup all of that money if you come to sell it on eBay mm. because you get more for having an unlocked phone. Yes, definitely. That's what I do. Um, I don't yeah. I mean, do these days, do carriers, like, for example, if you get a phone on EE, do they unlock it now or do they just say, well, that like after, the bad after, old AT&T days where they after, would never unlock a phone? After a certain time, they have to. So when, yeah. when your contract's in, in full swing, no, you're tied to them. When it ends... They have to sort of supply uh, an unlock. I mean, probably some some carriers will probably say well, you can unlock it after a certain amount of time, but they want you because you're because you're basically leasing the phone. Uh, they want their money, uh, so they're going to get you through uh, your monthly <laughs> one payments. way or another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't. Um, I overheard on um, a site somewhere. You know, it's like passing that AT and T have pretty much stopped doing subsidies on the iPhone over in the USA. It was something like the prices have gone up or Apple aren't subsidizing them, but there was a definite price increase on some of the networks over there for the iPhone. And I wonder if that was a preemptive sort of move because they knew, they sort of knew this was coming. Mm, possibly. Um, I've, you know, I had my original iPhone was a 3GS. And when I hit the two-year mark on it, I was looking to get uh, a new one, but I wasn't sure. And I went to talk to AT&T about it and they basically said, you know, well, you're out of contract now. And I said, yeah, I'm out of contract. And I said, you know, if I don't go to a new phone, can I get my, my bill reduced? Because the, the phone has now been paid for. And at the time, AT&T was the only character, or character <laughs> the only carrier. And they said, no, your, your bill stays exactly the same. So <laughs> and it, it was at that point that uh, I switched to T-Mobile and said, no, screw AT&T. Mm. Now, we can order, pre-order these phones from midnight, well, one minute past midnight on September the 12th, which is a Saturday, which is weird, isn't it? You normally do it on a Friday. So when um, when we're partying, I mean, that'll be the UK. <laughs> so uh, hang on. What, so that'll be like, oh, no, I'm going to be screwed because that's normally Cupertino time, isn't it? So yeah. that will translate. Oh, so that's eight, eight hours or, uh, yeah. later. Oh, that's all right. That's fine. Or, eight, yeah, eight o'clock later. on a Saturday morning. That means more people will be jumping on, though. <laughs> possibly pre-order but uh well yeah but if you've gone out and partied the night before you won't be up at eight o'clock no i'm that's what i'm saying i could be 
missing it because I'm drunk and hungover and things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it's going to be released, actually released on September the 25th as well. So when's that? Is that just a couple of weeks later, isn't it? Yeah. So that's two weeks. That's the Friday, just under two weeks later. So that's nice. Yeah, that, yeah it's a Friday. That's um, that's the night we are trying to sort out our Mac and Forth beer meetup night, actually. Ah, interesting. So that could be interesting. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that means that gives us, uh, what's the date today? That gives us about two weeks before all the uh, supply rumours start and how they're not going to be able to fill the demand. Oh, no, they'll they'll yeah. start tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, it'll be, oh, Apple's event was a disappointment. What Apple did Oh, God, just shoot me now, please. <laughs> Somebody. Apple uh, is doomed into... Someone should come up with a website, which is like what a link bait generator, and you put Apple is doomed, and you just insert the rest of the sentence, and it will come up with the best way to say, eight ways Apple has failed. I can guarantee. There's well, there's actually, there's actually a website that keeps... Uh, I think it's called the Apple Death Watch. Yes. <laughs> that you can read stories uh, going way, way, way back about people who uh, wrote articles saying, you know, Apple is doomed because of, you know, A, B, or C. And so I don't know. I don't know if that's still on, but that sounds pretty close to what it is you're looking for. Yes, indeed. Um, there will be there will be rumors tomorrow saying Apple's not innovating. Uh, not rumors. There will be pieces by Apple's not innovating. And for, if you're from a certain, you know, section of society, you probably think that's true. But personally, I was quite impressed with what was a, a demo today, i got to say. Uh, but I know, you, you I do know, know, you do know what's going to be the I know I deserve that, but there you go. You, you do know what's going to be the main bone of contention. Keyboard. No, the uh, pencil. The pencil. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, they, it's not a stylus. That is, they're going to go nuts. The, the people that hate Apple oh. will go nuts over the pencil. Yes. True, but I again, it's a it's a third party. Well, it's not third party. It's, it's a, not third it's an party. add-on. It's an add-on. You don't really need it if you don't want to. I think the, that was ninety nine dollars, wasn't it? it the, thing, um, the thing yeah. is with a stylus. For what everyone has said, it's only ever been for a section of the market, like the creative types, the designer types, the doctor types, the sort of real, sort of creative, proper, not sort of created as in. Oh, look at me. I've formatted a spreadsheet. I've added a new font to a document. You know, the actual artists and designers and CAD drawers, they're the ones that are really, really going to benefit. But for the mainstream sort of public, it's sort of, it's not a device that is a reliant on a, a, sorry, I was going to say stars on a pencil, but it's something that you can use. You're not having to use it. And I think that's where Apple have got it right to say, look, you can, like what you said about the demonstration with PowerPoint office and all that sort of stuff earlier on, where they flip between the fingers and their hands only using the pencil for the final work, which is probably what 90% of everyone on the iPad would do. Mm. Yeah. I, that's, I, I think they are going to come in, as you say, for stick on, on the pencil and I sh- more so I think on the keyboard, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, now just to round up things, iOS nine, we've got a release date for iOS nine, which is the September the 16th. So that's not too long to wait till we can update all our various devices, um, with brand new iOS nine. They didn't mention anything about Capitan. I noticed, which is, uh, no, it wasn't this kind of event. No, but hopefully that will, maybe a month later because it's normally probably very intentional to keep a mobile device event rather than sort of dilute it with a bit of apple-ish um mac-ish sort of news yeah also quite surprising however there was no mention of home kit in any shape way or form 
Still. or beacons. No, no, nothing, nothing, nothing of that at all. Which I, I thought they would. I thought they would like plug HomeKit a bit uh, now that some more hardware is out there. Well, they and... they actually did. I mean, they had a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah. Today. Yeah. So it was just over two hours. So I was pretty packed. So closing thoughts, Barry. What were your closing thoughts of of the whole event? I thought it was great. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not. I don't see. I don't watch a lot of them. I've never done this for Barry. Fanboy alert. I've joined the club. That's awesome. Yeah, I tell you what, what, so the thing that really, uh, the the pro looked fantastic. The phone looked really good, but, you know, since I'm quite new to the iPhone, I'm probably going to stick with what I got for now. Uh, The thing that I was, I'm on an iPhone 6 now, but that's, that's, it was still, that was my first iPhone. Um, the thing that I, I was actually quite impressed with was the the I'm assuming is revised pricing for their iCloud storage. Oh yes, sorry I skipped yes. over that. So again, I've only got American uh, the American prices at the moment. So 50 gig is now going to be 99 cents a, a, a month. Uh, 200 gig uh, is 2.99 a month, and one terabyte is 9.99 a month. Um, yeah. That's impressive. Hmm. So, that's, mind you, they are moving everything to the, you know, they want to move everything to the cloud, so it only makes sense that they bring those prices right. down. bit disappointed 5 gig is still the only freebie option, but, you know, maybe I should pump that to 10, but who am I? Who am I to say that? Yeah, but then for, for what is going to be, what, £2 a month? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one they want you to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, 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 the killer for me, uh, Apple TV, that's, that's my purchase. <laughs> he sorted one down one they've yep. sold one they've sold one um mark what what are your closing thoughts on the whole event not bad the watch stuff let me left me a bit nah because i wanted to see more things about sport and how it actually sort of uh, be beneficial for my life not just you know um i do like the fact that you know if you're if your doctor is technically you know technically savvy you can be remotely monitored i think that's quite good although didn't they pull these features from the apple watch to start with because they didn't have the correct fcc regulation or this is true but what the, the only thing it's actually using was the um the heart rate monitor because all the other parts was using yeah. a third party accessory yeah. uh yes yeah. Um, the iPad Pro, I like it a lot. I don't know if I would go for one over a MacBook. It would be very much down to use case scenario, but that's always been the case with the iPad anyway. The, what was next? The iPhone. Uh, I'm really, really loving. I'm going to have a very hard time not to uh, be there at nine, eight o'clock in the morning with three browsers open going, reserve, <laughs> reserve. Um <coughs> Where, where is this nothing? I mean, so again, okay, I was having an argument with someone earlier on. They said that the Huawei, Huawei, the H-U-A-W-E-I main Huawei. S. Huawei. 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 Apparently it's got most of these features already, yes. but it was like, well, okay, it has, but it's not an iPhone. Again, that's, that comes down to my argument a little while ago about various Android devices, which are great. Don't I'm not slagging off Android again. I'm just saying it's not an iPhone. And I know to an Android person, that just sounds like you sheep but fanboy alert i can't fanboy alert when i came when i came across from pcs to macs it was the same thing and and barry as well we'd slagged off apple for so so long for so long and then you know i'd never tried them and then i tried them and then i i just this is so much better and and i you cannot you cannot some people experience an iPhone, they say, oh, well, whatever, I'll go back to an Android. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't matter what 
camp you go into, Windows Phone, Android, Apple, it doesn't matter. Stop believing this nonsense that we have to be against each other. We're human beings. We should all love. We should all enjoy each other's company. And we should all have fun. And the fact that whatever's in your pocket should not determine who, who you're nice to and who you're a bugger to. Right? Just be nice to everyone. It's so much simpler. There's something yeah, about those guy. users. <laughs> There's something about a guy that whenever you two are on the same show together, Carl starts ranting. <laughs> I do oh, have that dear. effect on people. Just, uh, you know, but you know what? Up until about 30 seconds ago, I was going to say the Apple TV just seems like oh, it just seems like a new fresh coat of paint with the ability to play a couple of games on it. I was just about to say that until I pressed a button on my Apple TV 2. It's going into power saving mode, and for the love of money, it's not going to come out of power saving mode. I have to go and hard boot it. Oh, so dear. I'm going to get one out of protestation. Um, you do actually. That brings up a point. The um, the new Apple TV is at least going by U- US uh, dollars wise is a lot more expensive than the Fire TV. So they might have a problem selling some. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, who have not done? Guy, what was your sum up? Um. As far as I can tell, my bank is going to hate me. <laughs> oh, uh, love you. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, yeah, I'll be getting an iPad Pro, probably the 128 cellular, because I, I use it um, outside of, of the home quite often. I'll be getting at least one Apple TV, and I'm still on a 5S, so I'll probably be getting <laughs> wow. a new phone, too. Yeah, Hook, this line, is and be- sinker. <laughs> So, so painful. And I just bought my son guy a new laptop. So, you know, I mean, Tim Cook is basically going to come to my door, ring the bell and shake my hand. You know, thank you for making Apple so profitable this quarter. Oh, dear. Now, I hate to, it pains me to say it, guy, but I'm in exactly the same boat as you. So I am, I am going to be laying out some cash at the end of this year. It looks like, oh, dear me. Um, But at least the release dates are spread out a little bit. So it's like, okay, this paycheck for the Apple TV, this paycheck for the iPad, this paycheck for a new phone. And I just don't eat for, you know, two months. Actually, actually, the the phone and the Apple TV, I can swallow because I own my own, my own my phone and i've already sold it and i don't have to add that much more money to get the new phone but the apple tv is a lot of money to some people fortunately at the moment it, that amount of money i can afford it's the pro that's gonna really mess me up a bit but um yeah. I'm, I'm sure i'll be able to come up with something for it but uh yeah it looks it looks stunning to me and uh i know that makes me a fanboy and but i absolutely when he bought it out i just thought oh I gotta have one of those. I gotta have one of those. That looks I so want it. Big. It made <laughs> me busy. Just having a chat. You know when Apple were on about the iPhone six or six S, they didn't mention if it had any increased RAM, did they? No, they did not. I wonder if they've actually stuck to one gig still. Well, uh, we have to wait till I fix it, get hold of it, and tear it down. But they never give that sort of stats away, ever. So we have to wait and see. Right then, so I think what we'll do now is we'll turn over to you guys. We're going to ask my latch question of the week. Uh, hopefully you're, we'll get some responses and um, we'll play them out on next week's show. So here we go. I'm going to record it live as always. Hi, this is Cole Madden from the Mac and Forth Show with our Mac and Forth Show question of the week on Latched. What did you think of the Apple's of Apple's announcements? What did you like? What didn't you like? Was there anything missing that you had really hoped had been included? Send us a latch and we'll discuss it on next week's show. Thank you very much. 
So if you want to download the Latched app and search for the Mac and Forth Show episode 71 question, you'll hear that and you can respond and we'll play it out next week. Right, now let's move on to our Worth a Tweet this week. There we go. Now, I look in the dock and I see, I think the rest of us were really busy. And the only person that's done a Worth a Tweet is Guy this week. Well done, sir. <laughs> well, it's the same one I use for the MyMac show, so I, I that made it really that. easy. Which, we're going to have the same argument again afterwards, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a program that allows you to take your DRM content from iTunes and take the DRM off. And uh, as far as I can tell, there is little to no loss of quality. It's currently $45 down from the regular price of 70 And the only problem I had with it, when you go to use this application, make sure that you do not have a, a, or an iOS device physically connected to the same computer or you will have all kinds of issues. So mm. disconnect your iOS devices before using this program. But it worked well for me. Now, I just want to point out, if you use this app, it is actually illegal in the UK because you're not allowed to remove DRM um, or you're not allowed to media shift or anything anymore because a new rule was passed last this month, last month, where in the UK that says you are no longer allowed to shift media from one format to another. So just I would take up arms over that. Be oh, aware wait. of that. Well, you did, didn't you, a few hundred years ago. Look how that turned out. <laughs> How you been doing yeah. over there on your own, huh? I'm not yeah, too sure. Yeah, now we got now we have Donald Trump. Can we come back, please? <laughs> anyway, what, what makes you think we want you now? So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. As long as he leaves the hair behind. <laughs> He's very entertaining. I, I you know, I've got to say that. But um yeah, scary. Anyway, no, politics aside. But uh, let's move on to our reviews. Well it seems seems once again no reviews have come our way what what are we going to do about this Baz there it is oh. <laughs> what are we going to do about lack of reviews Baz come on we need we need something we need something to spur our listeners into giving us a review hmm I think we'll have to get, get a few more um, see if we can get a few more people calling into the show okay I've got something oh okay Go either on. either write a review for the Mac and Forth podcast, or I'll come on this show again. Oh, oh my God. I'm terrified. I'll, I'm going to write a review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's back every week until somebody reviews us. That's right. So please, please do head on over to iTunes. For the and, love of God. And give us a review. We do not ask you for money. We do not ply you with advertising. We just want a free review from you. That's all we ask, and that's all we ever want to get from you. No yeah, money. Then you'll get a woody. Oh, no. No, that's no, you. Money. That's you. You got a review this week. I didn't. That's not fair. So I'm saying. But uh, yes, we'd love our review. So please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Um, right. So how can you get in touch with the show if you so wish? Well, email us at macandforth at gmail.com. Twitter, we're at macandforth. And our website is obviously macandforth.com. We're also available on Stitcher and TuneIn Radio if you wish to listen to Stare. Um, so let's find out from the lovely gentlemen that have... I'm not talking about you, Bell, by the way. It's always confusing when I say this line. The lovely gentleman that joined us this week. Guy. Yes. Oh, well, you can uh, reach me, of course, on, or not so much reach me, but listen to my and uh, Gazmaz's insane ramblings 
over there on the mymac.com podcast, which is available in iTunes. You can send me an email if you're crazy enough to do so. Guy at mymac.com. We have a G plus community page, my Mac podcast on G plus. And I have a Twitter. I have, I have a Twitter account. I do. I I really, really do. Oh, my Twitter name is Mac parrot. Ah, See, I was wait- I knew I knew one of you would do that. <laughs> Somebody would. I was just waiting to see if you could remember your Skype number. Oh, 703-436-9501. Call it collect, call it direct, but call it today. You no. need a jingle for that. <laughs> That's what you need. For the number you need a jingle. That's what you, uh, you need to get. Well, we have a jingle for Gaz's tips. So yes, I need I to talk to Nick Hall and have him make us one for the Skype line. Actually, what you mentioned there, like, we also have a Google Plus community. It's just I've moved it on the description, so that's why I didn't see it. Google Plus community, head on over there and join us there on Google Plus, or head on over to our uh, Facebook page and like us there. We'd love you to give us a good liking. Um, we really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> okay. Mar- Mark, where can we get hold of you, sir? You can see all my writings over at essentialmac.co.uk. I do the odd post over on the My Mac Show, and I have my own podcast called The Rampant Mumblings. And of course, you can follow me, and especially this weekend, as it's only four days until the Great North Run. And if you follow me on the Twitter, um, there is a nice little link there where you could do your bit for charity and make a donation. You don't have to. It's not to me. It's for the Tesco Charities Trust. It aims to go towards a small part of charities that Tesco have selected to be their partners for the year. You don't have to, but it'd be nice if you did. We're trying to raise £400 just to hit a bit of a little goal for ourselves. And I'll post that hopefully on my Twitter, which is at Ocean Speed. And hopefully Mr. Madden may add it to the show notes as well. I will if you give me the link, sir. Absolutely. Cheers. Um, thank you. And rounding out our panel today, Barry Gentleman, where can we hold you, sir? Uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Womblefoot. Good stuff. Right then, so that just leaves me. If you want to get hold of me, Mr. Cole Madden, you can get hold of me on Twitter at Claw0101, or you can also get hold of me on Facebook if you do a quick search and my ugly mug pops up. So that's it pretty much this week. So we've got some things to talk about probably on next week's show as well, when we hopefully hear what Matt and Rick uh, also thought of what was announced. So until then, stay safe and be nice to each other. Bye. See you later. Oh, bye-bye. Turn up. <laughs>